0: Wow, wow, folks. I just got to say there is so much out there that I love to share with you all, but there's only so much time in a day. Welcome back, cruisers. It is my honor and my passion to bring you the best stories from the universities across our country. It is a challenging selection um, in making and choosing the best one. And there are thousands of schools, each with multiple engineering departments, each department with several professors working on what oftentimes is their life's work. And so, they're all very juicy in some way. I hadn't uh, even selected the topic before I started typing up the points I wanted to make for this show. However, um, I figured it out, uh, out eventually. Uh, and tonight, ladies and gentlemen, cruisers, our destination is a long haul from our stop off in Georgia last week where we talked about the microstructure stars that will create micro-pores for enhanced absorption of creams and medicines and such. In today's cruise, we are driving cross-country to the northwest US, part we have yet to uh, sojourn to on this show. I am super excited to talk about today's tech, which is all about gesture uh, detection technology. I was actually so shocked when I saw the footage of some of their tests that I, I didn't want to believe it, but it's But it's really cool. But before that, before I get into that, we're gonna uh, fuel up with a few announcements to gear up for our drive. First off, I want to say I had a great time this weekend hosting the first Cruisers Cazaree at TJ Madison Furniture in Burbank. I'd like to tell you uh, about their store a little bit. It's a local business that's family owned uh, right here in town, just up the street from Ikea. So go there instead of Ikea. Nina and Tom, who are the owners, are so friendly and will help you with any need you have. Uh, They are a modern furniture store, and I have to say I've been eyeing some pieces there myself, so please go check them out. They were super supportive of me hosting my little spiel, uh, Spread the Word event, and they are a small family business uh, that will give you the attention you need. Plus, the best part, they're having a clearance sale for the next foreseeable uh, weeks to even a few months is what they told me. So go check them out. Next announcement, I am starting a new segment to the show. There's so many things I'd like to add to this show. For example, engineering disasters. Do enjoy tragic tales like that. Some people, you know, like their true crime. I'm also a fan myself, but that would be just as fun, I think. Uh, No, tonight I am announcing the mail truck. Folks, I'm asking you to send in your thoughts on any of the technologies we learn about each week. Then we can have a fun little discussion at the end of the the show. I think it would be a great way to get people uh, thinking and engaged. The email for that, again, is cruisinwithwellington at gmail.com. So that's cruisinwithwellington at gmail.com. I'll put it in the description of the show since I now realize I haven't done so yet. Again, please send in your thoughts. I'm excited to see what you come up with. Lastly... There are going to be uh, some bigger things in the work for the show. I can't give too much detail uh, because I'm not certain what will happen. But rest assured, if it does, you will be the first to know. Okay, cruisers, let's hop on into our beautiful 1950 Burgundy Mercury Coupe. An iconic lowrider and a cruising icon, also sometimes called a lead sled. For information over in the damp halls of a university of the university of washington in seattle washington there resides a department solely de- dedicated to wireless and sensor systems in a 2014 paper titled bringing gesture recognition to all devices back in 2014 the authors including bryce kellogg vamsi Tala and shayamnath galakota outlined their novel embedded system, which is just a fancy word for circuit board and made from scratch, including the software to go along with it, which they call all A-L-L-S-E-E. So kind of creepy, but All C can tell you if you're moving your hand further away, closing your fist, punching, and more with all, uh, uh, and more, all via uh, background signals. So first, ladies and gentlemen, cruisers, as usual, we will head down Theory Lane, followed by a stop-off in Hardware and Testing Square to then smoothly scrape our way onto the on-ramp to the future. So to begin this journey, we must understand what their idea is. The idea is to use existing background transmission signals like radio, TV, Wi-Fi in your room, and telephone transmission waves from the top of the hill in your town to measure Gestures detect gestures, these signals act like water in a river flow, flowing over the all sea sensor. It detects uh, gestures when someone, for example, flicks their hand because it's much like throwing a rock in the river. The waves will get bigger for a brief moment, and all sea notices this change. Uh, it notices this change in magnitude through a series of clever electrical components, like uh, including an antenna, um, that use practically no energy compared to other gestures, uh, uh, gesture sensors out there, at least at the time. A, a primary component, just to tickle your fancy, is something called a diode, which essentially blocks the sensor from detecting a wave if the wave is not high enough. The researchers can set the specifications of the diode and the other components and this will affect how close you need to be to say pause music on your phone or turn it up when you're listening to cruising on the cutting edge Uh, a curious bit of theory you might be wondering about is how do they know which wave reflects a human gesture rather than a standard tv transmission signal wave these you know, transmission signal waves also have amplitudes, you know, like any ocean might have a, um, a standard wave height, but then you get your occasional, um, oh, what do they call them? Anyway, you get your occasional wild one that's 10, foot, 10 feet tall. Anyway, um, how, how can they tell that difference? Well, one thing they noticed in nature is that we typically can't produce a gesture, we as humans, that is faster than a 10th of a second which helped them distinguish human gestures out of the sea of other waves. They were larger and longer in amplitude than than others. They also had to figure out a way to determine what gesture they were seeing, a flick or a flip-off. Or you know they tried that in the lab, but you know, didn't include it in the paper, but I certainly would have tried that in the lab, <laughs> detecting what it was and looked like on a radio transmission spectrum. Anyway, to do that, they again use time to distinguish these things, like uh, when we use uh, discussed using uh, it's, it's. It's like when we discussed uh, using data science to. Uh, detect the cause, determine the cause for Alzheimer's. It was a while ago, episode. it's kind of hard to understand, but they use time as well a sort of the third dimension to differentiate um, molecules that popped up in their sensor. So anyway, they're able to tell when someone is, for example, pushing or pulling through the TV waves and radio waves because, for example, the change in amplitude of the waves is stronger at the beginning of the gesture for pulling and weaker for pushing, which makes sense. You know, you're pulling away from the phone. So your big old hand is at the front, reflecting a lot of waves. And then when you're pushing, you're pushing from away towards the phone and the action gets noticed as being larger when you move your hand closer to the phone. So that's some of the interesting theory behind gesture technology. There are many other methods for gesture detection, but this version costs very little power and could be, uh, it could be implemented today on your phone. Now folks, let's move on to hardware and testing Square with that in mind. This is pretty fun. They had to show their test volunteers how to do the gestures. Since one of them was a punch, I'm hoping they had the funds or at least the clout to bring in Chuck Norris for a listener too. Then they had to repeat the gestures 20 times. And that's a full workout right there. I have eight different gestures 20 times. Uh, but actually that is a, a general best practice in statistics to at least gather 20 data points before claiming accuracy with your results. They got a pretty high 97% score when they used uh, radio frequencies as their background uh, waves. It was actually significantly lower with TV rates. Uh, though, um, because TV waves are slower and therefore closer to human gestures. now by accuracy, I, I mean that they detected the gesture and it was correct. So then they wanted to test their false positive rate. Apparently, they had someone sitting in the lab doing gestures for 24 hours every hour. They wanted to detect how many times the device, which was set up, to an all uh, set up to hooked up to an oscilloscope, which uh, depicts electrical signals inside the sensor. They wanted to um, see how many times that device picked up noise, uh, the, the sensor picked up noise from people just walking by in the lab or doing whatever. They tracked three lines gestures that didn't include flicking, one flick gestures, and double flick gestures. The false positive rate when some dumb lab rack by the experiment and picked it up as a gesture uh for the non-flick gestures like pulling or pushing went up by uh when the day got started and people came in to work and such and remained high until it ended and it was about an eight percent error rate for most of the day one flick gestures uh were much more accurate and then double flick motions were nearly perfect they actually um, implemented some uh, software uh, technologies to detect when uh, a, a gesture was complete or not. So if if something um, was, if a gesture, if they were doing a double flick per se, for example, that would take, um, if it took anything more than 75 um, milliseconds or microseconds, uh, they would combine that two, uh, two together. Or if it was shorter than that amount of time, they combine it into one gesture and be able to detect that whole action as a double flick. Now, <clears throat> the reason they say, uh, re- the reason behind the accuracy of the flicks, uh, they say is that the filter inside the sensor that filters out the waves of certain sizes really likes flicks because they create close, big waves. Now, one of the tests they did was over the, <laughs> was a over the pants, gesture they hooked up the all c sensor to a samsung galaxy s4 uh, smartphone and shoved it into someone's pocket and then the test volunteer tested turning the volume up and down by pushing and pulling with their hand away from the phone uh, which was inside their pocket and also pausing the music by flicking it was it was really freaky when i was watching but i i, I recommend watching the video and i'll link it in um in the comments and such so folks this brings me to the most exciting part of the show cruisers it's time to pull up to the mail truck our very first one we have one from stephanie who says could you use the liquid 4D material, multi-material printing to repair damaged bones? So we talked about this tech a while ago and it was essentially injecting the material into a gel that when you took it out, changed its form from its original structure if say something in the environment changed the heat or the moisture. Now, I think this is actually a great idea in principle. Take a broken rib cage, for example surgeons could fill the empty area with gel and then inject a material that fits the exact dimensions of your missing rib because 3d printers are pretty accurate and then when they finish showing it up the material binds with the rest of your bone or wraps up uh, wraps up around it due to i don't know the moistness of your insides it's a very neat idea so thank you okay folks thanks again so much for tuning into this show it was fun to discuss Something I think we have all sort of thought about before, but most likely weren't aware of how it would actually work and what improvements were being made in that area. A lot of today's advancements center simply on improving efficiency. And I'm excited to see where this field heads. It certainly does the trick in my book, though, um, this sensor here. And maybe we'll have a, you know, gesture controlled car or bed or door. Uh, soon so folks write in your thoughts on other technologies we have discussed or that we have um, or that we have not to my email again at uh, cruising with wellington at gmail.com i look forward to those um this coming week share and leave a review on our podcast please with your friends and your family i hope you have a wonderful week and we will be back in the leather bucket seats next time My song recommendation for this episode is Je Ne connais pas le fin by uh, Jeff Buckley. Go check it out. It's pretty fun.